Welcome to Trustworthy AI, Dearest Business Adoption of AI, hosted by Pamela Gupta, a leading voice in business strategy, technology, and cybersecurity. With extensive experience in global industry leadership, Pamela has explored critical themes like achieving business value with AI by adopting a holistic risk-based approach to AI trust. She defined eight essential pillars of trustworthy AI. Read more details at the trustedai.ai website. Her insights have shaped the way we look at the impact of cyber warfare on business, strategies for efficient digital transformation, and governance views on algorithmic failures. Join Pamela as she delves into her signature framework, AI Tips, standing for Artificial Intelligence Transparency, Integrity, Privacy, and Security. This podcast is all about operationalizing governance and building trustworthy AI systems from the ground up. Whether you're an industry professional or just AI curious, Trustworthy AI offers thought-provoking discussions and expert insights to guide the ethical future of technology. Hello and welcome to de-risking business adoption of AI. Today we are going to be talking to Dr. Damodar Sahu and um, very excited to bring to you not only what are the some of the um, concerns we have about are we building AI systems that are secure, but also how can we leverage AI for solving issues that are so complex because of the the type of data we are collecting, the amount of data we're collecting, that it is not possible to rely on existing mechanisms um, to create the right security and privacy posture around that. Um, this particular, as you know, this uh, podcast is on trustworthy AI, and you know, I usually cover one of the eight essential pillars of trustworthy AI that I had created for helping businesses de-risk their adoption of AI. In this particular podcast, we'll focus on two of the foundational elements, which are cybersecurity and privacy, um, basically of protecting data and looking at uh, behavioral and uh, AI and how we can uh, use that for, uh, as I mentioned, um, de-risking the yeah. business environment. So Dr. Sahu, Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for inviting me, Pamela. <laughs> Absolutely. Please give us a, um, a background on, you know, what is your uh, focus and who you are? Sure, sure. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate Hello, audience. I am Zamado Sahu. I am based in Troy, Michigan, but I settle in between California and Michigan. My headquarters is in Santa Clara, California. I lead the growth office at Data Safeguard, uh, and I lead a couple of profiles like uh, alliances and partner ecosystem, marketing, analyst and investor engagements. So what do we do? We are an AI-empowered SaaS company in data privacy and synthetic fraud prevention solutions. We are solving data privacy and synthetic fraud global challenges, eliminating regulatory fines, preventing fraud losses, protecting data breaches and building consumer confidence, right? So our, uh, we are dedicated to helping organizations achieve compliance with various data privacy regulations, including GDPR, you are well familiar with, your uh, uh, California Consumer Protection Act, now it's called CPA, NIST, HIPAA. Uh, recently, India also 
passed the law called DPDP Act, India DPDP Act and PCI, you know, uh, by offering robust solutions for managing, safeguarding customer data. Additionally, our synthetic fraud solutions play a pivotal role in preventing fraud losses by identifying and tracking the use of fabricated identities for fraudulent activity. If you see today's business okay. landscape, sorry, any question? <laughs> no, I just wanted to yeah. um, kind of delve deeper yeah. into what is synthetic fraud. Can you absolutely, talk about absolutely. that? Absolutely, absolutely. I was coming to that. Uh, so, uh, let me touch upon the data privacy uh, before going to uh, synthetic fraud. If you see data privacy refers to the protection responsibly handling of individual personal information. You know, we call it uh, PII, right? Uh, what right. it does, it, it en en encompasses the practice, laws, regulation that any governing body, you know, and how organizations collect, store, use and share data, particularly data that can be used to identify any individual, let's say me as a Damodar Sahu, right? And this information include your name, address, phone number, email address, financial data, let's say your social security, DL, and many. There are 40 plus elements, you know, or normally uh, the organizations, including government, anybody talk about financial institution, retail, your communication, telecom, everybody use it. And uh, why it is important? Because uh, uh, trust and reputation. No, your legal compliance. I'll come. I mean, coming to the ethical responsibility. You know, let me talk about more on the uh, uh, synthetic fraud part. Right? You ask me. So let's say for an example, what is synthetic fraud? Synthetic fraud is basically a type of identity theft where fraudsters create entirely fictitious identities using a combination of real and fabricated information. Let's say my name, somebody's SSN number, somebody's email ID, somebody's address, right? Unlike traditional identity theft, where someone steals an existing person's identity, synthetic fraud involves inventing a new, non-existing person's identity, and it involves inventing a new and completely combination of real social security number fabricated with other names and address and other details. That creates a synthetic identity. <laughs> okay, that's uh, that's really important uh, to outline. Yeah. So thank you, um, and thanks. And that's why I was jumping ahead to synthetic yeah. fraud because I know privacy is definitely uh, a concern, and we know what is involved in PII, for example, name and address, yeah. right? But it is how you combine that, which I think is fantastic that you're talking about. Yeah the synthetic fraud and because we are seeing that out right. there and I'm very interested in also learning about how you see that shaping up in the future. Absolutely. Meaning what is the importance of privacy, the PII protection, the way we are not only creating yeah. a lot of it from so many different sources but how it's merging together and, you know, in terms of fraud, for example, the synthetic fraud aspect, yeah. what what do you see? How, where do you see that Absolutely. going in the future? Absolutely. If you see the today's, what is the business uh, landscape and the challenges? And that's why if you see all governments, you know, including emerging countries like India, they have already have their uh, own consumers, personal data, right? Uh, so, as I told you, data privacy and synthetic fraud represented two formidable challenges. All organizations, including government, they found they face mounting pressure to secure customer data and curb the fraud losses. You know, 
and how the AI ML engine, you know, uh, let's say in our case, it, we call it Cognizable Computing Engine, CC, you know, uh, it's a AI ML platform that powers data privacy family of products. Let's say we can talk about, let's say, Redact, masking, you know, as well as synthetic right. fraud software, you know, both the technology combined together, you can protect the data protection, ensuring the security and privacy of a sensitive information. I talk about what are the sensitive information. So how we can meticulously right. craft it for on parallel accuracy and empower each and every organization to surmount the challenges by fortifying data security and preventing fraud. Of course, in, as an individual, we also That's play a major role where you need to share your data where you should not. Yeah, what do you <laughs> Right, right. So th that is very important, as I mentioned in the beginning, that we are talking about going to focus on two things. One is, how do we make sure we're not increasing our exposure as we are creating artificial intelligence systems because these systems feed on data and there is a lot of personally identifiable information or other sensitive information that a company produces, which is absolutely critical to protect and um, define the right access to it. Uh, this could include things such as intellectual property as well. So there is a lot of information which is sensitive to inf uh, in environment. And as we are creating more and more data uh, sources and combining and merging them in a particular environment for a AI or a ML system, yeah. what can we do to protect ourselves from exposing this data. So we talked about two things so far. One is uh, privacy and synthetic fraud. Now I'd like to talk a little bit about <clears throat> how do you protect data intelligently? How do you use AI to uh, protect uh, the sensitive in, um, data and you know prevent its exposure intelligently? Truly. Uh, any PII, uh, is a data that can be used to find it a specific individual. You know, let's say my all data with any of the uh, corporate, uh, bank, insurance, healthcare, right, that identify as Damodar Safi, right. If somebody wants to take this data, that database happens, you know, somebody will hug the entire system, take it, right. If I enable that organization to either mask or redact my data before it gets breaches, then the guy, the, the hacker, the fraudster, though he will get my data, but as my data are either masked or redacted, so they cannot identify me as a Damodar Sahu. It will come as a bubble man. So that actually... So how are you doing okay. it programmatically, so it Dr. moves Sahu. from one stage to other stage, you know, we are not going to touch upon the production live and more man, but once it moves out of that, you know, where people normally do that data piece and they, they have the system and take it. And before it takes, we will either redact it or mask it. So they, they get the bubble data. So that bubble data is of no use to them. So that actually we enable them. And it's all real-time enterprise, high volume data in any form. Okay. And that's the part I really wanted to kind of highlight, right? Because that is um, extremely important that it is done in a fashion that is seamless yeah. and is not something that has to be um, uh, be 
adding, you know, more to the process or more steps. And, you know, the more more intelligent and the more seamless it is going to be, uh, the easier it will be to adopt it. And that's that's something I really wanted to um, highlight. And I think that's that's really important for me to to understand how you're doing it and, you know, how you are... Um, if you are seeing any use uh, cases that you might want absolutely, to share. Absolutely, absolutely. In today's digital world, you know, BI is more valuable than ever before. Because we have social media, we have smart devices, including cars, connected cars, smart car, your autonomous vehicle, right? Including your all smart devices, meaning watch, your phone, anything you are using at home, your AI, maybe be, you know, Google, Alice, whatever you are using it, right? These are all I can say is a ticking bomb. <laughs> Right, and it can be used to target individuals with advertisement that you are getting. Your uh, when you see YouTube, you get that ad, right? And that's why you see a lot of emails coming, you know. And it's get track your entire movement where you are driving, with whom, where, and what you do in this uh, beautiful world. Even to steal your identity. As a result, it is important that we should protect our PII from unauthorized access, right? Right, in recent right. years, if you've seen, there have been high-profile data breaches involving companies that so, store PII. For an example, uh, 2013, you know, Yahoo was hacked. I'm talking about 2013, then 17, if you see QPEX. And there are a lot of 140 million Americans' data was stolen earlier. And it is increasing day by day. In 2023, I think, uh, uh, because of the Privacy Act and uh, all the, most of the organizations are actually penalized. Uh, this year, I, I feel it would be 30 billion penalties to over 300 corporates. So these data breaches are a reminder mm -hmm. that our PII is vulnerable to attack. And while there are steps, still we can protect our PII, such as using strong password, keeping our software up to date. There is a regulation that also devices will not compromise to some point, but still the data breaches are happening. And the fraudsters are so intelligent that they can steal the data, right? So we should, we should not fear the fact that our devices actually get time bomb in terms of PII. And if somebody is monitoring you while driving, you know, driving pattern to your every activity you do within a car, it's and it gets breaches, that's a very horrible situation. Right? Uh, in right. case of adults, fine. In case of school students, teenagers, their data are compromised in dark way. So, yeah. So we can talk more and more, but yeah. So we are... We, we are there to protect the PII or PHI in healthcare environment, right? Your patient data, your health records, right? And if you see in uh, in US alone, 95% uh, of health records are compromised. How we can protect that PII, PHI there, you know? That 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 is what we work on, you know? Yeah. It's all AIML uh, technology and real-time and enterprise and huge volume of data you can protect it. <laughs> Right. I think the uh, important thing for me I want to highlight is that it can be done in real time and that it can be done algorithmically yeah. as opposed to looking for particular signatures. Um, but that's that's really what we are aiming for, right? The, the real value comes from getting away from the old ways of uh, looking for uh, signature-based, you know, um, technology, the way the, you know, signatures work, for example, yeah. right? The regex approach, that's not going to work for the uh, kind of data that we are 
the kind of systems we're using, the kind of system we're building, the kind of data we're producing. So that brings me to my next okay. point, our final thing, that um, point that we wanted to cover. So we've talked a little bit now about the the essential pillar of building data uh, and protection as we are building out AI systems. Let's take a pivot now to behavioral okay. AI, which is something that is, uh, I would say, it's more uh, dynamic for that changing environment that we are talking about. We're, again, going back to that signature-based approach of looking at what is happening in the environment? Um, is it based on keys, for example? Is it based on um, you know regular patterns that we do look for, codes, signatures, identity? Um, that is good, but not does not work for a highly um, dynamic environment that we have today. So. That's where behavioral AI can really play a big part. Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. So uh, behavioral AI is nothing but a part of the entire um, uh, artificial intelligence that focuses on understanding, analyzing, and predicting human behavior and anticipate how individuals or the group of people are likely to act in different situations. Let me give you a couple of examples. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so um, thank you. Uh, that's that's been very informative, and I like the the fact that we have covered um, not only, like I said, how to build these systems, AI systems with a foundation of protection around data, which is absolutely key, um, protecting the sensitivity and uh, exposure of data, but also how to use uh, anomaly behaved, uh, anomaly AI uh, for detecting what is the pattern that we can predict and also the value that you can get from maybe uh, aberrant behavior. So really scaling to fit the 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 requirements within a company. So I, I do appreciate uh, all the time. And um, of course, if there are any questions on how to take the trustworthy AI elements and really uh, create that right strategy, you know, uh, that's that's what I'm here to help you with. Happy to talk further about that. And uh, Dr. Sahu, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs>